to introduce our girl G, a.k.a. Georgia, a.k.a. The Fly One. A.k.a. Ow. 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 Yes, the Jamaican oh, sensations, <laughs> all the a.k.a.s, all the a.k.a.s. She is the only Jamaican here. Okay. Yes, so, I mean, that's quite a sensation. Right? Right? But you, you Haitian by association, though. Word. I Clearly. speak a little bit of Creole. That's right. Yeah. So, that's right. No. <laughs> okay. Not with that. Not with that. No. <laughs> oh, so, G, share the fun facts of the week about you. So, one fun fact is that I am the oldest, the youngest, and a middle child. At um, the same damn time, guys. The same damn time. I, we need you to explain that. So, clarification. How okay. So, I'm the oldest for my dad. I'm the youngest for my mom. So when they're together, I'm the middle child. And trust me, y'all, I have all the issues for all of them all the time. So thank you guys for putting up with me. Yes. You're very welcome. Very. Okay? Very. It can be challenging. It can be challenging. That is what makes our G's. So, you know. Yes. Right? Yeah. We accept all the makings of you. Middle, first, last. All crazy. Second. I'm a crazy. Sometimes. You know. But what would you associate that with? Like being the youngest or the oldest? The middle. The middle. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah. That the middle child is always the need. The middle child is always the need. And my independence comes from being the oldest. The, the oldest, oldest yes. yes. And then when you feel the need to be coddled yeah. and you I'm and you want to be held, you're the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that is like a perfect description of your personality. So it makes perfect sense, right? Yes, it makes sense. Now, yeah, now it all makes sense. I hold her all the time. Right. Thank God <laughs> for you, Peg. Can you tell like you? I can't. I can't. I can't with the two of you. Get a room. Even your girlfriend's over there. Rosie, just hold it. Listen, I just want to say we're not gay together. <laughs> she wants to say that on record. On record. Clarification. I'm not really gay either. I'm just gay. I know. It's just <laughs> like, let me put that out there. I'm, just, I'm not really gay. Right? I'm not gay in general. I should have probably said that. <laughs> All the clarifications. I can't even say So take I think this. we got some interesting appetizers to talk about this week. I think yes. we have about like five, right? Who, who wants to go first, Jen? No, Jean can go. Jean? Okay. Sorry. Um, my happy tizer is I just celebrated my first Mother's Day. Yay! So it's kind of kind of weird because last year I celebrated and she was on the inside. This year she's on the outside. I wasn't feeling too great yesterday, but overall it was a really good first Mother's Day and I really enjoyed it. Did you so get some nice. good treats? Yeah. Some flowers. Flowers, you know, money. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know. Nice. Oh, it is. <laughs> right. The perks of being a mama. Okay. We love a monetary gift. So, 
Shout out to mamas and monetary gifts. Right. But it was very nice, relaxing, quiet. And I enjoyed it for as the first Mother's Day. It was great. To actually hold, right. hold the person that was on the inside. Right. Yeah, that's cool. She's an inspired person, though. Right? Mm-hmm. An inspired person. Yeah. yeah. A funny girl, too. Mm. I know. She's very so hilarious. much personality. So that's much personality, that little girl. Leo's. Yeah. <laughs> so I also celebrated Mother's Day. It was my 14th. Ooh, yes. Yes, yes better. And you look good, mom. And you look good, girl. Um, <laughs> Let's not forget I celebrated, too. <laughs> okay. um, no, Kiana's like awesome. So I get up every Sunday morning really early and I do laundry. And I wasn't going to break routine unless absolutely necessary. So George and I got up. We did laundry. And she kept texting me. And I'm like, why is she texting me? She's never up at this time. And she's like, oh, let me know when you're going to dry the clothes. What time was it? Like 8, well, 7 30 ish. So I was like, yeah, she's definitely up to something. So I got home and there were like balloons up. And like she made breakfast. Aww. And there were like flowers. Okay. And the perks of having a teenager. Amazing card. Yeah, can't wait so. for Zola to cook me food. Oh, that's gonna happen. <laughs> can't wait and, for Zola to cook me food. Guess what? And you know, I love you, babe, and you will hear this. But and you have to eat it, even if it may not. Be <laughs> Absolutely, amazing. you have to eat it. Absolutely, I'm a witness. You're eight. One year, what she made you last year? No, she must have been like eight, and she made you like some crazy omelet. Some omelet, and Peggy was like, "What was in it?" I was like, she probably put like Nutella or something. Oh, oh, oh. oh wow, wow. That was um, like, yeah, you didn't. That's yeah. interesting. That's adventurous. It's adventurous. Nutella and eggs. Wow. Yummy. My other appetizer is I was honored to speak at my alma mater, which I was really excited about. I got to speak to a graduating senior class of about 30 students. Congratulations um, on that. And just talking to them about how to like navigate through your career as a person of color. I'm so happy I said person of color because I always say black, and you should say person of color nowadays. Yes. Is that the right term? I'm learning. That is the right term now. So black. So, yeah. It is. It is. So I'm excited about that. That I was awesome. White people's Caucasians. Right. Yes. Or non person of color, literally. You oh, say per, you say non person of color or you say person of color. Oh. Or, or POC, exactly. POCs. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm learning because when I speak POCs. I say I say black and, and the students laugh and they were like, I was like, I'm supposed to say person of color. I, I hope no one in HR is here and they all were like hysterically laughing. Right. Is that you think they laugh because you said black? Be- I think it's they laugh because I said I'm supposed to say person oh, of color. Oh, okay, gotcha. But I'm gonna say black because I'm black. <laughs> Yes. Here, 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 here. Sometimes, you know, we're speaking from our perspective, yeah, and yeah. that is a black perspective. Yeah, sure. no, that was cool. Right. I felt so nostalgic. Um, I was in a building that didn't exist when I went to John Jay. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, all really weird, super high-tech, mm. state-of-the-art equipment nice. and all that. Fancy. Yeah. What's your appetizer, Jen? My appetizer is today when I went shopping at Whole Foods. Um, I bought these raw almonds, or cashews, I should say, and... I didn't know that you're supposed to have like a skew or have the number when you get to the counter. So the lady was like, so the guy was like, oh, do you have a skew? And I was like, oh, I don't have it. And then the lady was like, you've never been here before? And I was like, I don't frequent Whole Foods. You know, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that's how, you know. And then the guy, so she looked at the name or the number for it. And then the guy was already putting the cashews, the cashews in my bag. And he's like, I'll just give it to you for free. And I was like, oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, 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 that's a good message. Yes. And the Whole Foods I went to. Right. Okay. Right. Right. You just got to generally drop out. All right, so excellent customer service there. You saved me, he probably saved me like $10, okay? No, easily. Easily at Whole Foods. When that fish got skinned, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. That's a million dollars. So, I mean, you know, it's just good for people to look out for people. I mean, sidebar, I mean, maybe I should be saying this in public. What? <laughs> you have to say it since you said it. Yep. So, when I go to stop and shop, she taught me this, guys. She taught me Tell this. Tell me. So, when I go to stop and shop, I self check out. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, oh, no, sis. We got thief in our hands. <laughs> That's a little harsh. I'm saying. Okay. We got, we I'm got, paying, but I'm paying. I'm getting the organic for the regular price, oh. as it should be. Oh. <laughs> oh. So how do you know the number? You just know the number. It tells you. you. Just they better not. You pick. It makes you pick. Oh. She's selecting regular instead of organic. Oh yeah. So the other day when we were in the stop and shop, and I think Georgia was in a rush. I was getting online. And I was like, Hey Georgia, Georgia, do that thing for me. The thing that you did last time. And she was like, It wasn't much of a dollar difference anyway. Let's go. I'm like, I want to say. 
save money. Can I save money? No, save money for you, okay? <laughs> right? No. Now you gotta take this L. Now enjoy the rush. You gotta take this L. But I kind of have an appetizer too. Happy, you forgot the H. I know, you know, I know it's Jamaican. Yeah, appetizer. She's gonna learn. She's not gonna learn because she learned the 35 years. So let's not hold our breath on that. But it was kind of cute because Kiana was just Peggy's daughter. You know that. Also made me breakfast. So that really meant a lot. Y'all know Kiana's my baby. Mm-hmm. Like, it just happens really nice to carry her and have her. I feel like they pick up on certain things. They're like, you know, like she includes me in a lot of things. Like she doesn't have to, mm-hmm. but it was really sweet of her to do that. And then, you know, she, you know, she came downstairs in a clutch like, Auntie, we gotta get started. And I almost messed that up. I didn't tell her though. <laughs> you didn't tell her. No, I, I tell her. So Peggy comes down at seven a.m. and the, no six promptly to do laundry promptly because I said six thirty after she said seven and of course I went back. That's to sleep. dedication to wake up so early. Mind you, in the elevator not working, but we're not gonna talk about that. Still, you know, <laughs> so we're gonna leave that alone. I'm traumatized. Right again. I'm traumatized, so we're not gonna talk about that. Why are you traumatized? Firefly, you'll be traumatized too, Jennifer. With a laundry cart. With a shopping cart. Oh, with a shopping cart. Yeah. Right? I can't even buy a, a 24 pack of wood. Yeah, no struggle. Yeah. That's my struggle all the time. I don't have an elevator you in my building. That. <laughs> they did it. They knew what they didn't want to do. Damn. Y'all don't know struggle. Uh-huh. I chose. I chose that. I chose the elevator life, right? Right? <laughs> Just thought I put that out there. Mm-hmm. But, um. So I came over promptly. She came over promptly. And Kiana left the flowers downstairs on the table. Oh, so huh. Georgia grabs the flowers off the table in front of me and runs to the back of her kitchen and puts them down. And I was like, oh my God, are those for me? And she's like, like, no. Oh, no. no, man. No, man. I was like, oh, okay. Wah, 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 wah. Hi, mom. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> you all right, Jay? I apologize. It's the wine. That's okay. You guys want to get into our main course? Yes. yes. I think it's a good one. I think it's a good one. Yes. 35 and single. Yes, yes. Specifically love and ambition. <clears throat> Very interesting This could topic. go on for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Right, because we all have this struggle of like... Not all. Not, not all of us have love. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have that struggle for a while. Like, which which, which one? Love or ambition? Both, because I'm still struggling. But we're going to talk about that another day. <laughs> because sometimes you feel guilty if you want to like go after your career and mm-hmm. be like forward moving with yeah. your toes, especially since we're West Indian. So you know it's kind of like that pressure, that outside pressure, right? What pressure though? Like from the outside world. I never felt that pressure from my mom. I know some people feel that pressure from their mom to be like married with kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I never felt that pressure from my mom, thank God. Because mm-hmm. you know till this day. Like till this, she doesn't. Yeah, I don't, don't have, have that pressure, pressure either. I don't have that pressure from my mom. But you have a kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. a lot of people get that pressure when they don't have children and you yeah. get to a certain age, like I'm yeah. 35. The question yeah, I have, start. I have my aunt and cousins who say, oh, you're um, you're not even on the calendar. Like yeah. your age is not on the calendar. Right, yeah. and it's so disrespectful. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, even earlier when yeah. you sent out in the text message, like the person was kind of like, hang it up kind of. It's kind of like, bro. Yeah. I'm younger than some of these Yeah, my parents, bro. yeah. I Yeah, my brother definitely made comments. My... The one brother, you know, he's like literally, you have so I do have three brothers, mm-hmm. Rose. I have three brothers and a sister. My parents don't really put a lot of pressure on me as far as like marriage and stuff like that. They don't really get in my business like that. They might hint, they might kind of like skate around the idea of me like seeing someone, but it's not like a prevalent thing that always happens. But my one brother who has this crazy old school mentality thinks I should hang it up because I'm 35 soon to be 36 crazy, and crazy. I don't have children so he's kind of like well when you turn 40 you can adopt and he's saying all this stuff jokingly or whatever he's like you know you should just marry somebody straight out of Haiti straight off the boat you know what I'm saying That's crazy. you know what I mean because like he's thinking like in that same old school mentality like if you have if you are at a certain age and you are a woman mm-hmm. then you should already have babies you should already be married and if you're not then you should right. kind of give it up and, you know, I don't know, become a nun, join something, join a convent. That's what's for me, because one thing I appreciate about my mom, she's like, happiness is your priority. Like, you don't, like, marriage isn't a priority. Happiness is the goal. Mm-hmm. And marriage should be a side effect 
Uh-huh. If that's what you want. Because not everyone gets right. married. And happiness so. shouldn't be a side effect of marriage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because, like, even... Yeah, it should come first. Even, like, yeah. Jada Pinkett, she did this. She had this video about happiness. She was like, um, you shouldn't place your happiness... Like the responsibility on, on someone else. Yeah, you shouldn't place your happiness on a thing or a person. Yeah, right. Right. for sure. An entire person. Yeah, because people are meant to disappoint you. Yeah. And things are meant to break or meant to get lost. Yeah, and if you to like place all your that's a lot of all your emotion, emotion, on another person. You know I mean? Yeah, and then like if this person breaks your heart or disappoints you, then you're gonna be all then you're broken. Fucked up. Yeah, right. Because yeah. now you that's like you, such a big part of you who you are. Right. It's like you can be disappointed, obviously, because people are gonna disappoint you. You of care course. about that person, but I feel like as far as like your whole happiness, yeah, is rested on someone else or something else. It's like it's a lot. Like you feel like a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah of course. And when Jada Pinkett said, I was like, it clicked. Yeah. Like, like you have to choose to be happy every day. If you yeah. wake up and you are blessed and you have your house that you stay at, you have money coming in, you have your health. More importantly, but even you, if you, you don't know, have those things, even if you have peace of mind, because most people live, you know, that's number that's one to number me. One. Like I will, I will literally check myself on everything, and if I don't have peace then I really have to make some adjustments in my life. That's like my number one priority. Because when I'm running around all over the place, the only time I'm unstable is when I don't have like a solid peace. I could be busy and still be peaceful. You know what I mean? So like I just have to do like a self check-in. I got to talk to my God about stuff and figure stuff out because like peace is number one to me because it's just so like rare that you can find like an inner peace and people search for it all the time. And then, you know, you kind of make up for it, you have things, you have projects, yeah. you have people, you have you have relationships, you have your job, mm-hmm. but you will never be satisfied because you don't have some sort of inner like peace. inner peace. Absolutely. So, so you're just kind of like running around, you know, like a chicken with a head cut it. off, trying, trying to find, find it. it. But you don't, you don't even know what you're trying to find. Exactly. You don't even know what you're trying to find. You're just in search of something because yeah. you feel kind of empty or incomplete. You know what yeah. I mean? And it literally starts with you. It's yeah, it starts with you. I also want to know like your perspective, Peggy, because you're a mom. Yeah. You're currently like climbing the corporate ladder. Like, right. How do you prioritize? Right. Like, I know it's important to have like a tribe or a community or a village for your daughter. So how is that? Like navigating love, kids, work. Hard as fuck. <laughs> like, do you be, a lot of wine. Tell the are, truth. Because um, more wine, please. The, yeah. So I, I, so I just want to go back to the pressure comment. I think mm-hmm. the reason why I don't get the pressure that some people get is because my mom wasn't really like married, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't have the like, oh my God, this is a 35 year marriage that I'm up against and I need to like, right. you know? So yeah. I don't have that problem, thank God. I know you yeah. guys do gen, gen right. roles. You know you what? Guys have Not that. to cut you off, but I don't, it's like, maybe my mom might say like, oh, you know, you're 35 or 36 now. Mm-hmm. You're 36, you don't have a boyfriend, et cetera, et cetera. But I've never felt, like for me, like <clears throat> in my inner self, yeah. I don't feel pressure having a baby. Because she had me, she was 38. And wow. yeah, I mean, yeah, my mom had last child, yeah, but she started her first, she had her my oldest brother Golden at 33. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm 36, so I'm three years behind so her. My mother started at 19, so it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. But so it's like, my, so I feel for me, like, you know, and it's something you hear other people having kids like 40, like, no, I don't want to be 40 having a kid, but if that's what that's it is. where it's going, yeah, you know well, what I mean? Like, nowadays, like, I'm yeah, just ignorant to that as a, well. a child and and she met somebody like a few years ago, and now she has like a three-year-old and a twenty-something-year-old. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my fears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. considering my daughter's about to be fifteen in three months, I think that's probably where my life is headed. Which yeah. is fine. You yeah. know, whatever. I would love my my kids to like get to know each other, but yeah. I kind of have to be in college, and I have a child watching in college, and it is what it is, right? Yeah. I feel like that's just how it is nowadays. Like, yeah. Just, like, that's because even like Toya Wright, she yeah. just had yeah. a baby, and her daughter is what? Is that Toya Wright? Um, oh yeah, right, yeah. and her daughter's out of high school, right? Yeah, her daughter's, daughter's at, like college. a college age. How old is Toya? She's in. She's not old. She's she probably our age. Twenty, like thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. But that's true. Like her daughter is like in her yeah. twenties. Yeah. Right? yeah, She had a baby. Yeah. Like so it's kind of weird to, man- but it's kind of managing two different stretches of like what it is. But I guess you're grown as a parent, right? Yeah. Like, and it, it, like there are things that I. Like, I look forward to my next child because I know that there are things that are going to be done differently. Probably even better. You know, yeah. like, yeah. I ended up great, but there are things that I couldn't afford when I was 19. Yeah. Well, it's all yeah. I can afford now with my second child. 
And I mean, it's still going. She didn't end it up. It's not, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's, she's, she's still a work in progress. I heard something really interesting on the radio this morning as far as, like, parenting is concerned. Like, there's this responsibility that, like, um, people don't take, like, from their parents. Like, you know, your parents raise you, but then at a certain, like, a, a certain point in your life, you're supposed to start raising yourself. Absolutely. And then you're supposed to do better than your parents do. You know what I mean? Like, so mentally, especially. Absolutely. You know, that is a goal. Like, wherever your parents ended off, like, in their mental state, they could do the best with the time that they had, with the resources that they had, the information that they had. Like, most of our um, parents are, like, first-generation, like, you know, immigrants. So it's just kind of like, it's just interesting. Right, I'm an immigrant. (laughs) So it's kind of like. Where your parents were and versus where you were, like when my mom says stuff about like when I was your age, this is what, you know what I mean? She had four, when she was my age, she had just had me. Yeah. You know, so, so she, she was, was on her last in. kid. She was wow. four kids yes. in and, yes. and, she's and, a fifth one. and I'm the fifth one. You know what right. I mean? So it was just kind of like. Can you imagine me right now with five kids? No. Yeah, no. no. I had this conversation. No. That's crazy. It's crazy. And my sister and my oldest sibling is 12 years older than me. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like she started at 23. Right. See, when you look at it now, it doesn't, when you say 12 years old, I'm like, man, she's that much older than you. It doesn't even look like it. It doesn't, I mean, seem like it. Well, thank the Lord, you know, black don't crack. But I definitely (laughs) feel like it's a different time. So Peggy just made the, you made the comparison earlier, Peggy, that at 19 you had Kiana. Mm -hmm. My mom had my oldest sister at 19. She had me at 21. So it's kind of like I can't imagine being able to like raise two children at like it was at those ages. Times. That was what they were raising them yes. to do. But also kids. the opportunities are yes, there because yes. your opportunities are different from mm-hmm. what our parents' opportunities are. So you're able oh, to yes, kind of like different. finish school and do certain things. Yeah, but uh, you know, yeah. Peggy chose a different path because she could have kept having children. Because I know mm-hmm. some people that have kids young, and they're like, you know what? Well, maybe this they they then decide this may be like the family portion of my life. Mm-hmm. So they might have kids, like your mom had one at 19, and then she had one at 21. They're like, you know, I'm already on this path, so I may as well have the, they want to keep the ages together, and they don't, they probably just don't want to get pregnant later on in life. Like another two, right. Yeah, of course. Right, just two more. But just like you know, as far as like ambition is concerned, like you know, so we stay on topic. Basically, like Peggy was like, you know what? I had this kid at nineteen. It's not gonna deter me from finishing college. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna finish on time. I'm gonna go after, and I'm gonna like you know focus on my career. And here you are at this spot at your age now, at thirty four. You know what I'm saying? Like she could have chosen a completely different path, sure. completed her family, and then thought about career later. And but I you had admit, your own ambitions and, and, and you, you I know, went forth. I my own, but I'll admit that, like, that a lot of that came from, like, my older brothers. And I won't say which ones. Um, <laughs> I have older brothers. And, how many you know, older brothers do you have? Just tell the people I how many brothers four, you have. Six brothers, four older, two younger, two twins older, two twins younger. Wow. That um, might have been her fun fact. Now you that could have been my fun fact. <laughs> so I am the only girl, but I did have a um, couple of people, not just, like, my family, but a couple of people, like, oh, my God, why would you do that to yourself? How are you going to finish college? And I was like, oh, I'm going to show you. Right, right. So you were driven by that. My mom was, like, embarrassed. It was like, oh, my God, of course. I had a baby at 19. Yeah. Um, so it was like, oh, no, I'm going to I'm gonna try to graduate before some of my friends who I, went to, I started college with. Yeah. So I took summer classes. I took night classes. Worked full-time. Your mom had you when she was 19 as well? No, she had me at, like, 20, maybe three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she, you, she had the twins later, like mid thirties. Yeah. Okay. But you chose that path, and I think a lot of women do. Like a lot of women are like, okay, I had this baby young, but it's not going to deter me from any plans that I may have had. And you know what I mean? And it's a choice. Like you see it every day. Like you see all these Instagram photos that become that go viral, whatever, because there's a mom that graduates, and then there's like a five year old that graduates. You know what but I'm saying? I like. I also think that with Peggy, like your support system is crazy, because I know we have these conversations all the time, like. Sometimes I know you get nervous to like go after certain things because it's like I don't want to like not be here all the time for my kid. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's, my, um, that's one of the big things that for is, me right that's now. That's a challenging like, thing for you guys. Yeah. So my daughter's at a pivotal time in her life and she's in high school. Yeah. All this pressure, absolutely. All this Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's different. Especially times. in yep. this age and this time, it's different. Being an African American female, all of it at once. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like, the last thing I want is for mommy to be traveling for work all the time. Yeah. And, 
and she has other influences around, mm-hmm. you know. But sure. I feel like I don't have to be concerned with that because there's crazy Auntie Georgia. Yeah. Auntie Jean, Rose, Jen, <laughs> all these aunties, grandma, the village, all the crazy the, the, the village is real. Very, very uncles, you know, so I'm like, yeah. right, so I don't really have that much of a concern. But there are times where aunties may not be there and, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's late and, and mommy's not home yet because mommy was like at a work event and Snapchat's available. And like, yeah. no one's there to be like, get off your phone, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so how stuff. do you balance that out with her? Like, how do you balance that out with Kiana knowing that I right. her? That's right. You gotta do what you gotta do, mom. Yeah, you gotta know your truth. Cheers to that. Cheers to discipline, mom. Absolutely. Isn't it crazy that this is that life? You do what you must. Isn't it crazy that this is a choice that we have to make? Men don't have to do this. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. There will always be a mother to take care of a kid. So Mm -hmm. you have the kid at 19, 16. No, you have the kid at most times. But for the most part, you have the kid at 16, 18, 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he Perf- goes and he perfect goes example. To he plays the sports. He gets the career. The mom mm-hmm. will always hold it down. Yeah. yeah. The mom will always be there. Yeah. It will never be. So for us, we always have to choose love or ambition. And men, they can go. They may not be with ambition you. They'll go with ambition and find love whenever it falls into their lap because yeah. it yeah. will. But I think me and someone else had this conversation the other day that women marry for love and men marry for convenience. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true that is. A lot of people say that. A lot of people how. say that. Convenience. They're usually. I don't like that a man word. Usually no, but there's a lot of people who say it. Hold on. There's so they said that a man usually married when he's ready. So mm-hmm. he gets up and he's like, "I'm ready to be married today." His main hunt is to find a woman to marry. Because so that's they're suitable. Because yeah. men do choose right who they marry. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So and then with us and then and they and when he shows up waiting, that's that was an ass. And with the carriage and the ring, we're like, "Yes, this is what I've been waiting for. Got a one." Right, but with us, we'd be like, "Oh my God, do I love him? Do I love him? Do I love him? We don't have that choice Tearing so much. It's kind of like we, yep. right? So that's why I go back to like, I want to be happy versus married. Like, marriage is supposed to be a side effect of happiness that, for yeah, me. I feel like meeting someone should just be your bonus on yeah. top of your happiness. Right? Yeah, of course. And then for me, with this career thing, it's kind of like you. You try to navigate your way, but I also feel judged a lot of times because I'm at work and I work in a really male-dominated field. What yeah, do you do again? I'm property adjuster, so mm-hmm. I work for an insurance company, and I'm in a very male-dominated field. And at one point, I was wearing like a ring on my finger just so that it wouldn't be like this crazy thing when I go into the shops because it's kind of like they're so disrespectful. But I feel like when they think you're somebody's wife. There's a little more different tone. That's yeah. insane. It is. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. For Not them to respect you. To Yeah. So, like, I found myself doing and, that. And I I'm sorry. And even deeper, isn't it crazy that the only time that you earn respect as a woman in a male dominated field is if when you belong, quote unquote, to another man? If someone has chosen to wife you, then you can get respect. Correct. That's insane. Meanwhile, we made y'all, so you're welcome. Yeah, right. (laughs) Because one of the questions would always be like, oh, are you married? And it's like, wow. I don't understand this guy. Do you ask? Do you ask Billy if he's married? Let me let me look on the sheet where that makes me more qualified to do my job. But one of the things that I remember (laughs) saying to this guy one time, because he was like, oh, um, what he said to me. But they say really disrespectful stuff. Like he's like, are you married? Are you someone's wife? I said, I don't understand how that's your business. <laughs> but it's not even like, your fault. I'm so you're confused. Proud of what people have always thought. Absolutely. We've even been raised to think that you need to meet someone. Yep. And the fact that I would yep. wear a ring, right? Therefore making you feel like you're walking this earth yep. incomplete. When you actually, when you marry, even in the Bible it says two become one. It doesn't yep. say two halves no. become one. Yeah. You should two be a whole individual. individual a completely Absolutely. happy Finding your own happiness, finding your own happiness. Doing that, like I felt so crazy. You, so you saw a drastic change mm-hmm. when you put the, the ring. The level yeah, of I'm respect sure. is completely different because when you're talking to somebody's wife, it's a different level of respect yeah. that yeah. they yeah. give you. And as bad as it sounds, that's what it is. Yeah, that's the that's reality insane. that yeah. I live in. That's and ridiculous. And that's just like, like you said, Jean, like environmental. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. you're also, kids. people think that if you're not married. You're a miserable bitch. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Or if you're, you're out here and you're, and you're right. 
Right. Or you're out here hoeing. Yeah. yeah. It's one or the other. Like, you're either like, oh, something's wrong with you. Like, every single time you tell someone that you're single, if they if they happen to think that you're a dope human, they're like, surprise. And they're like, why? They mm-hmm. definitely ask They why? ask, yeah. they why ask what, top three things they ask you why when you're 35 and single or 30 plus and single. And Are you crazy? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Are you picky? Or they judge you. And they're like, ooh, she might still be doing her thing. She might still be out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I'm just, I'm just not oh, ready just to like. We just haven't found a person that is gonna be our life partner yet. That's just like circumstantial. There's it's not like you. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, tell the truth, Jen. Girl. Tell the truth on a Tuesday dinner. Give me another glass on that one. Hold on, I think I finished it. I can only imagine for Peggy. Same thing. Right. People probably find out. I'm not sure she goes broadcasting her age. Right. I'm sure for then they find out her age and the level that she's reached in her career. Like, oh. And then if they find out she has a kid, oh my, like she's really ambitious. And right. then they find out she's single, oh, you What's know, because she's, she's right. put so much into this, so much into right. this. Or she's, she's too ambitious. ambitious. And that's why she's single. They will never that say that about her. And is that They'll a thing? That about a man. Like, is that a thing? Yeah. Like, is being too ambitious a thing? Um, especially for men. No one ever says Billy is too ambitious. Never. No, no such. Billy thing. can walk in a room. Say, gosh, I can't be with him. He's too ambitious. He's too ambitious. Like, wow, no one would have. He's right. so ambitious. Right. It's sexy. It's attractive for a man to be ambitious. That no, means he's focused. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but when we're ambitious, though? then we're kind of like yeah. monsters. We're yeah. abrasive. Yeah. We're aggressive we're women. Bitchy. You know, yeah. we're bitchy. Yeah. We can't do negative. both. It's always negative. There's but always what, some negative connotation. What I don't understand, though, with a lot of things is like when people look at you and they're like, oh, you're not married. What's wrong with you? It's like, what's wrong with you, bro? Because a lot of y'all are married <laughs> or not miserable. True. Right. right. Or not married either. Right. Right. But in so with this life that I live in, I'm around a lot of people. Like all my coworkers are married. Like one of my coworkers, he's married and he's completely miserable. And he calls my phone every day to complain. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, like you gotta figure that out. Figure it out. Because I gotta figure it out. A hundred percent. I call him my house. My work husband, he calls me every day to tell me how much of a nightmare he's living. So what is like his like main complaint? Is it something Everything that the chick is cold, she's not loving. She's breathing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't bring the towel. Hey G. Hey G, woke up today, wife's still living. She's right there. She's just out here. She's just out here. Heart still beating. She just blinked. She's got a pulse. She's got a pulse. See, but with with stuff like that, so I always say, I wonder what the wife feels, yo. Right. Right. You're only here two sides. Of course. Because you only have one perspective. Yeah. The man is not to you. My whole thing is this. I'm a woman before I'm anything. Yes. I am. So you you can say whatever. I see you're breathing. Honey. Honey, and these lashes tell the truth. Yes. Um, and boobs I'm a woman before I'm anything. So I'm always going to be like, hold on now. You're not that perfect, bro. So I'm very like, hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. How do you play? Because every, I feel like everybody plays a part. Right. Of course. Like and my whole thing is that even you just going right. outside of your marriage you're to, not know talk her. to another person about your marriage, right. that in itself is kind of like weird. Yeah. Very strange. Very I mean, strange. I just, I really but maybe I'm just a good advice giver, y'all know. No, true. <laughs> I believe, you know, when you when you seek outside source, mm-hmm. you, I would hope that the person... You're venting. Them, yeah. But I just feel like I always, I'm always i always interested to know, like... What's the other side of the coin? Yeah, what does it look like? No. Absolutely. No? Because there's always two sides to the story because a marriage is two people. Yeah. So if there's a point where you feel like it's deteriorating on your end, what is deteriorating on her end? Because yeah. right. it's got to be falling apart from the inside out. Because every reaction a reaction. Yep, absolutely. But how is it for you, Jen, being, um, <laughs> being like a new mom uh-huh. and like you worked your entire pregnancy? Absolutely. Like, how do you feel like it's affected you? Do you feel like you wanted to tone it down after you had the baby? It's, it's Is there like, mommy guilt? There, There is definitely mommy guilt. And uh-huh. I think everybody gets that because, again, we live in beautiful US of A and mm-hmm. um, we don't get as much time as other cultures yeah. appropriate to having um, yeah, children like yeah I mean yeah. other places I you know Brazil's yeah good. yeah mm-hmm. there's places Brazil, that get up to a Canada, year here we Norway. got six to eight weeks and you got to go back to work and the, the moment you walk out that door you, you see those little eyes and that little face looking at <laughs> right. you and you're like Oh, and she's so cute, that's so hard. Especially like going through nine months with her, you're like, yeah. she's with you, with you all the time. Even when you were right. going to work, she was with you. And then you right. have it, even you're with her. Yeah. Then you have like your four to six, <laughs> six, six weeks, weeks, you're with her. Yeah. And then 
That's the way it Literally, I think it was like maybe maybe 30 days before I went back. I had separation anxiety before I even went back because then you have to choose somebody to, to take. Because when you're not yeah. there, someone's taking care of your kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that's another thing that, again, with the ambition versus, you know, it's like now you're going to let like someone else no raise your kid. Do you feel like even with you moving into different positions, do you feel like now... I want to find a balance. I don't feel like I should ever stop working. I want to work. I'm a mom that wants to work. I want to find balance to be able to be there for my kid, you know, yeah. because um, I had two parents and they were there for, um, like, we did everything. Like, yeah. I didn't play sports as much. My siblings both were very aggressive in, in sports. And then um, I did more, like, music stuff and all that. But they attended everything. And it couldn't be both of them all the time. But there was always a parent there. Yeah. And so I want my kid to have that. You know, I, I may miss things, but if dad is there and or I'm there and we can, you know, technology is probably amazing in helping, right. yeah. you know, further, you know, the parenting process and being able to see those things that you do miss. But mm-hmm. I want her to have that. So I want to find the balance where my career is important, but being there for my kid is also as important. Yeah. You know, not missing the things and knowing that, you know, I care for everything that she does is just as important. And I guess that's why people keep asking me, do I want another? Like, no, A, for health reasons, I'm not going to have another. Mm-hmm. And B, no, I feel like one is enough for me, and I feel like I can just pour everything I have that I can give into yeah. one kid and really just... Mm-hmm. And that's not deterring. If you can have more, love it. I think it's amazing when people have the ability and just keep going further and doing mm-hmm. it. But yeah. for me, I just think in this day and age and what, what I know children are um, up against when it comes to going to college, not just having... Just straight A's, and there's a lot more that goes into it. You a have to lot, be the yeah. fully yes. well-rounded student. Yes. And being a well-rounded kid means girl. I was present so for the cool. high school application. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I was there. Is yes, my niece just went through this process, and she finally activities. had to take a school. Yeah, so. they got to have all that. And then it's the yeah. culture that they're mm-hmm. in. Now. Yeah, yeah. they're so like mm-hmm. they can touch everything. Any, any everything is digital. In, like social media, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. What they see on TV, like yeah. they didn't have like, no, that. absolutely, it's at the tip of their fingers. The Things that we used to have to literally do work, travel, mm-hmm. like research to get, they can click, 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 and it's you at know, their present immediately. Okay, right. okay. okay. <laughs> when we have the entire bookshelf, when you have to run around to get from art project, to what I'm here, Amazon. <laughs> It's at the door the next day. Everything they need for their project. Because yeah. Mama is a prime member. By the way, Prime just went up from ninety nine to one nineteen. Did it? Oh my God, Gary, Gary probably knew that. So we we going off track real quick. Hold Rude. on, I had to mention that. So hold on, me and Jen was good the other day. Let's talk about projects real quick, just so we lighten up the mood. Oh my God, girl, Peggy got the patience of a saint. A saint. The science project, right? <laughs> girl, did you feel that Peggy wanted to put? Hands around. No, <laughs> she, was, she was definitely in a control. She was definitely in a control. And we're gonna call that growth, Peggy, because I remember there was a time growth, and she was like smoking a high. There was a time. There was a time. Everything comes out like we don't play. We're gonna right. we fuck projects up. 
Yeah, mind you, I don't play with oh, I like very serious. The oh, first like draft wasn't that bad. Translation, in the oh, best the way possible. <laughs> the first draft wasn't Can that bad. You know, it was a little, there was a little crooked lines and She stuff. was writing like this, slanted, like, slanted. <laughs> but it, was, it still wasn't that bad. If it, it, was went, it, it, it went in that way, she still would have got her grade. Okay, but, but, but like, who had the boozy brunch? Her or you? We did. I think she did. Right? Right. She probably did because when I came to the house, she was knocked out. Like, oh my God. knocked Two out. Teenagers. That's what they do. They're Not looking like a person that had a project. No. I was no. like, yo. Oh, teenagers. Oh, yeah. Especially with Even Leo, now. There's things that I feel like that are a little defiant about her, and I already oh, yeah, see, yeah. like, the know, they're forming their personality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, she's gonna. And you find that. The good thing is, kids like that don't fall to peer pressure easily. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, yeah. I don't, I don't Cause they're headstrong kids. naturally. Cause Cam is more of a leader. Mm-hmm. And I'm not yeah. saying that this is my kid because I, like, I'm a Pisces. I'm pretty sure I've been a follower at some point in my life. More of a follower. Everybody has been. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes you have to follow. Sometimes, Sometimes you have to like, follow. No, we're not doing that. Y'all gonna do what I wanna do. Mm-hmm. Which right. is not, it's a gift and a curse. You know? Yeah. So she's like very. I think she's my kid. She, I, didn't, I don't know how I, her dad's a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Pisces. She's so much more of a Scorpio than George. Like, I don't know how. Like, I go to her for advice. I'm like, what do you think about, about this job? And she's like, Mom, take the job. If you don't like it, you can. You have options, don't you? Talk you can it. go somewhere else. And I'm like, She's oh, like your biggest cheerleader when it comes to like work and stuff. I need, you to, I need you to stop eating every carb. But just to, wrap, just to wrap it all up with the 35 and single ambition and stuff, I will say that um, I've noticed that people tend to be, or men, I, I would say intimidated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Us, right? So Absolutely. It's like that gets in the way of like love, right? Yeah. How do you handle When that? a man is like, I haven't handled it yet, but when a man is like focused on what you're doing and, and not focused on like, why you like them or why they like you and they're right. more focused on your title and your this and your that. Mm. It can possibly get in the way. Find your title, sis. Bing, bing. Y'all are so annoying. Come on, baby. Come on, I mean, baby. See, we earned this, okay? We right. earned this. Ain't well, nobody handed proud. to us, okay? But we earned this. Like, like, you know, if you were Billy... Billy would, Billy, been, Billy would be shouting from the rooftop. Billy would be like, oh I am God, the VP God, of God. the Gap. So before, you, before you hit it with a bang, bang, okay? Okay. I remember a conversation, I think it was you were saying how Peggy was like, I guess like, she was more shy, like speaking up and speaking yeah. high. And you were definitely saying, no, Billy was up on stage. She would be boasting like, oh, yes. about that. Men are so boastful. Listen, listen, holds. like the best thing I've ever seen is that, um, was on a tote bag. I think it's from Urban Outfitters. It was like, I, you know, I want you to, I wish you all. Yeah, urban with wisdom on the bag. Yes, it's, <laughs> right? Just shout out to oh, Urban Outfitters. Urban. It's like, you know, I wish you all of the um, confidence of a mediocre white man. Oh. oh. It's true. Mediocre. <laughs> mediocre. Thank you, it's Jean. True. They still live at their mama's Where's house. Where's mediocre? Literally haven't paid off their and school all that and still walk say, around but like, see that bag full okay. of wisdom the bag of wisdom yeah let's just call it the I bag like of it, wisdom I like it. okay in that in that case okay the SVP talk about the it the largest risk management firm in the world ooh, ooh, absolutely ooh. okay clank, clank. Now. VP. No, no, no. or not wait, wait hold on she's still climbing she's let's still climbing the SVP all right, all right. Okay, that's right. important. Bullets. So bullets. when I was watching Steve uh-huh. Harvey on like a random work from home day, the, um, he was doing like his little dating match thingy, and one of the ladies who was in a very high position, her response was when Steve Harvey said, "What are you looking for in a man?" And she was like, "I'm looking for a man who's not afraid of a woman's power." Talk mm-hmm. about it. I Real. love that response. Real. What do you naturally born with to begin with? Because yeah. we are. We have something like even with like watching Wakanda and like and even like watching like other stuff, and they're saying how in certain countries like. The matriarch is is, is the, like, the leader of the home. We are the leader of the world. So I I but I'm going to say this, with, though, because, like, obviously I'm Jamaican. I told y'all that. Um, so my grandmother, she passed away three years ago. Her anniversary is actually coming up. And it's crazy because, like, even though my grandfather was the breadwinner, mm-hmm. like, he owned his own business, she my grandmother dictated Absolutely. every... Because she is the patriarch. Yes. Yes. The matriarch. She dictated everything. Absolutely. And because money, she doesn't, also, money doesn't determine that you become the boss of the house. But she was also a hustler. Like, right. Yeah. She do, like, all these hand-sewn, like, right. designs right. and all of this. So she, she was out here hustling. She knew how to hustle her money. Mm-hmm. And she ran shit. She was a boss. My That's right. was a boss. 
But it's just the idea that you give a woman a house, she makes it a home. Exactly. Everything that you can give a woman, she will make better. She, she make can only better. elevate Absolutely. you. Because if she is a good woman, yeah. right, obviously, if she is a good woman, she is focused, she will elevate your life. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. So the idea that people would be afraid of someone who is a woman that is ambitious and that has goals, it's kind of crazy to think because if you are a man who lacks ambition, you better cling on to that woman exactly. because she's going to elevate, elevate your life. Right. Even she in the way that she might you. inspire you to do better for yourself, mm -hmm. which will naturally come, right? Or she's, you know, she's probably going to be the breadwinner. Well, maybe you're more of a nurturing man. That's a thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some fathers are like the stay-at-home father. That's like uh, not I, a common thing, um, but it happens. Apple hospitality so it's like a hotel chain yeah um whenever i met with a client who was kathy christy yeah right whatever um she would always tell me you know she flew in on her jet and she's like yeah my husband's staying home with the kids and one day i talked to her and she was like yeah my husband's a stay-at-home dad in this situation i'm like mm -hmm. she's like he's been at home for the past five years but this is the thing she travels and yep. does all the yep i work for one of the fortune 500 and why companies not that have like a woman a ceo yeah and she's like she yeah. has like six children and mm -hmm. she's like I'm a CEO and I'm, I want you to bring your whole self to work. Like as a woman, I want you to come to work. If you have children, you have certain things. So like that was really crazy because when we went to this women empowerment brunch that they did, I hadn't realized how many women were in uh, positions? executive positions mm -hmm. in the company. So mm -hmm. the head of oh. HR is a woman. Oh, okay, okay. The head of um, diversity is a woman. So yeah. The head mind. of the company is yeah. a woman. So they're a company that is like women in leadership. Women yeah, leadership. 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 Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. But my kind of company. Yeah. Right. But also, it's like on the flip side, it's not a lot of black women in leadership. In mm -hmm. Right. Companies. Separate so issues. Like, oh, there are, just a right. fun fact there are only five African American. Yep. Five. Now it's Five. four, I think, because the female who was the CEO for, I think it might be, I don't want to be misquoted, I forget the company, but she recently resigned or retired. Uh -huh. I forget what it is, but now there, I think there are four. Right. So. It's so little that you know but the you number. But you know, we had that four. conversation, four. Penny. You're yeah. going to be a CEO, right? You know, That's right. Yes, That's the, that is right. Put it in the universe. Put it out there. With, I, the, with the world being as scary as it is, I think what I do appreciate is that Notice how we can take the time to be ambitious and go after our careers because it's different than then than it is now. Yeah. yeah. And so I hope that it continues to go this way because I you notice even with this crazy Me Too movement mm -hmm. that women are literally changing the narrative. No, yeah. The narrative is changing. I think and I, I think so, something in the news mm -hmm. about uh, Congresswomen or like senators. Oh, the girl that's the, the first sitting. Um, no, but just woman just, in just, just that's number. Perfect. Just a number of people that's coming out to sign up for themselves to be in an office mm -hmm. are women. Like the women has been have come out. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is the so, year. Yeah, the future yeah. is female, and they're not future, joking about the it. The past is female. female. I always so say the, without us, there is no. I one. always say the future been female. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. Moves without mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, like I feel like in the back of the mind, it's still we, it's still like a matriarch shit. It's like I think guys are just more disrespectful as you know if you walk in because that shouldn't be a thing when you walk into your job. And men have to be mm -hmm. disrespectful in whatever right. kind of way because you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't and think that we should be judged because we haven't found love. No one ever looks at a man and says, oh, you're 40 and you're unmarried. That's crazy. Like no one ever, you know what I mean? Like they don't say like, that. Oh, if you meet, if a man, Billy? yeah, like or they might not oh, even Billy. mention it. It might not even Whoever be a thing for Billy. Billy. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Anybody named Billy listening to this? Sorry. Apologies. You. Apologies. Right? <laughs> you know, but you know what we mean, right? But it's just kind of like the idea that like no one ever questions men about their ambitious you know, nature versus love. Like, no one's ever concerned that Billy won't find love. But they're always concerned that Peggy might up. not because Peggy she wants to be a CEO. Love. But I think also, And that's a real thing. Like, when you think about it, like, they like, oh, well, if I hire you and you're pregnant, you're going to need nine months. Oh, my gosh. Like, you're going to need a couple right. months. Right. And, but no, now they have um, fraternity leave, no? So, fraternity leave. Fraternity leave. Sorry. Yeah. Not a Maury girl. No, and can I say that my, my firm, Marsh, by the way, shout out to Marsh, um, they have one of the best paternal leaves, it's eight weeks for men. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's cool. Awesome. So how much yeah. is for women? Twelve, I think. Okay. 
Um, okay. Yeah, I feel like we can talk about this topic forever. We should probably make it a segment. Or yes. you have a, a series. series. Yeah, definitely yeah. A series. We'll go we'll back. Yeah. You know? Or we'll go back. back. is so broad. Yes. We'll yeah, touch on a little bit a lot okay. to cover. Um, Girl. I think we should go into our last sip as I take a sip because I need more wine. Yes. <laughs> more wine, please. So I don't know if we... So just a disclaimer because I know guys when we did our first episode, you know, it did got caught up a little short. <laughs> <laughs> These work. are my confessions. Okay. <laughs> so bear with us. Um, so last sip is something like an inspiration or something positive to end the um, podcast. This podcast and the conversation. I also want to again shout out Peggy's cousin for doing our table because she definitely got cut off on the first episode. <laughs> she did our table. Um, what's her um, IG handle again? Her um, IG is it's K and A N D M events with a Z at the end. Yes. And yeah. she did a great job. She did a beautiful, beautiful, job. beautiful job. So, Jean, you're going to hit it off with the last one? Yes. Um, so, May is Lupus Awareness Month. And um, I am a lupus person, I guess. I'm <laughs> right. Are you a lupus survivor? Are you a lupus? I'm living with lupus. I'm living with lupus. I am living with lupus. Hi, my name is Jean, and I have lupus. Uh, and I right? have, hi, yes. Um, so, I've been living with lupus since I was 25 years old. Damn, and um, it's eleven years. Yeah, eleven years since I've been diagnosed. I guess and I'm a little bit ignorant about mm-hmm. lupus. Can you just yeah, yes? Definitely. So lupus is an autoimmune disease um, mm-hmm. that affects your body and basically your body attacks itself. Um, mm-hmm. And for different people, it's at different levels and different things can happen to them. Mine particularly attacks my joints and my skin. Do you need to have like the genetic? Yes, it's something markers. that I I carry in in um I. Don't know who else in my family did carry it at one time because, mm-hmm. you know, as West Indians, we don't really yeah. keep really great medical records. Okay. But, um, yes, yeah, so I got diagnosed with it when I was um, 25 when I just thought I wasn't feeling well and um, sleeping a lot more and lethargic at work and just feeling like maybe I thought, oh, I just moved out and it was the stress of it. And then my hair started falling out, and that was a big indicator. And I went to see a doctor. You also had like the and lumps, the lumps all over my arm. body. Yeah. Yes, and I didn't know what it was. Fear was that it was cancer. And when I went to go see several doctors, no one could really place it. And one do- a dermatologist actually shout her um, out. Him out. I can't even remember her name. She took a chance and said, has anyone ever mentioned lupus to you? And I said, um, I've only heard about it on America's Next Top Model. Yeah, and I had too. never heard about it before that. And she said, I'm going to send you in for a biopsy. And the doctor, I do remember the doctor that did perform my biopsy, and he unfortunately passed away. Um, so Dr. Ibrahim did my um, biopsy, and he found out that it was lupus. And... Um, and ever since then, I've been on medicine for it. I have been blessed that I was able to have a baby. Praise God. And she is my Glory. gift. Absolutely. Um, but Amen. if anybody is suffering with lupus or anyone knows someone, it's basically one of those diseases that you, for a lot of people, you can't see it. But it is a, is a daily struggle. It is um, basically what one would consider an invisible disease. And not, a lot, not enough people talk about it. Not enough people are aware of it. Um, so if someone is going through through it, please do support them and talk talk to them because some days are better than others and they, they are suffering with pain that you probably are uh, just so unaware of. And there's so many things that we love to enjoy just like you that we can't, like going to the beach. Yeah. And the smallest things can trigger the biggest things. But yeah. again, it is. Miami, I know. I know. I'm, I'm so we proud. found those umbrellas though. I am so proud. We of found those umbrellas. Me. But I just um, would like to shout out all my other fellow loopies, as we call ourselves out there. Um, and so just remember, support your fellow loopie. And if you How? don't know much How about do it, there is the Lupus Foundation. There is a walk that happens every um, first Saturday in May as well. Yeah, I just checked um, it. Kim, uh, her name is Kim. Her name is Thirst. Waterboy underscore page 13. It was it was actually May 5th. Mm-hmm. It was a lupus walk. So shout out to Kim yes. and her Balling Out Loud and Starbucks um, companies who do the yeah, who lupus walk. Raise awareness because yeah. it's always important. So I could go back to Starbucks now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I don't know Starbucks about all that. that. Okay? Yeah, but do support your fellow loopies. And again, yeah. guys, um, just go out there and be great. Okay? Yes. yes. So cheers. 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 Happy Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you on the next one.